Hi, I'm the Ish Girl, and you're listening to episode 76 of In the Middle of It, the podcast where parents and teachers can find ideas, strategies, and resources for connecting with teens. Hey there, I'm Amy, also known as the Ish Girl, and I am so glad that you're with me today. There's something I'm going to talk about today that might ruffle some feathers, but I'm just going to ask you to hang in with me all the way to the end because I really do think this is super important. This is something that is near and dear to my heart, and I think it's going to resonate with you guys, especially you middle school teachers out there. The trick is to get you guys to hang with me until the very end because what I'm about to say, again, might put your back up a little bit, and it's this. Truly impactful teachers transcend instruction and become mentors. All it takes is to build connection with their students. So the reason that might get your back up a little bit is because you might be saying the same things to me that I would have said to me when I was in my first few years of teaching. And that is this, I'm doing everything I possibly can to connect, but it's really hard to even keep my head above water. Between creating lessons with a curriculum that you're just learning as you go, trying to figure out all of the different ways to keep up with all the paperwork that you have, keeping up with your grading and your planning, creating your classroom management plan. All of those things added up together can be super overwhelming. And it's really hard to get into that connection mindset, that place where you can really focus on getting to know your students. So throw into all that the meetings and again, all the paperwork and Did I mention those meetings? Because it can leave teachers feeling like connecting with their students and impacting them positively is a quickly dying dream. The good news is that many teachers continue to pursue connection and work to manage all of those urgent things so that they can focus on the important ones. They're trying out different strategies and methods to manage their classrooms, their paperwork, and their time. They're discovering ways to get to know their students individually and build connection with them and become a mentor. And all of that, guys, that is a lot of work, right? Now, I've seen this play out personally in the lives of my own teens and, quite frankly, in myself when I was in middle school. I know the teachers who impacted my kids when they were in grades six, seven, and eight. They were the ones who treated them like individuals and inspired them to think more and to dream bigger to reach further. I know that you had those teachers too, and maybe they were even the ones who inspired you to step into the classroom yourself. Now, when teens don't connect with adults in a meaningful way, and not just with teachers, but any of the adults in their lives, believe me, I'm not just targeting teachers here with this, but you guys are the ones that I relate to and that I want to step up and and encourage you really here. But I've seen what happens to kids who don't have those bridges built with adults. You really only have to look at statistics to find a really grim picture. More than one in 20 eighth grade students reported using alcohol, marijuana, or illicit drugs. 90% of students in grades four through eight report having been harassed or bullied. And 3% of kids 13 or younger have had sex, which by the way, that number jumps to 20% by the time teens hit the ninth grade. So It's our job to disrupt those numbers, not in some abstract way, but one kid at a time to connect in meaningful ways that have a lifelong impact, to know our students, love them right where they are, 
and inspire them to become the best versions of themselves and thrive right now. Not when they're adults, not when they're in high school or college, but right now in this moment. And that's what I stand for. My mission is to give you, the middle school teacher, with a passion for your students who has a deeper sense of purpose, I want to give you exactly what you need to transform into that mentor, to take that next step into mentorship on this teaching journey that you're on. So for me, here's exactly when I knew I was called to a bigger purpose than quote unquote, just teaching social studies. I was working at a very diverse school in Alexandria, Virginia. It was my first year of teaching and I was on a team with three other first year teachers. I don't know who set that up, but it was an interesting year, right? Thank goodness there was one veteran on the team. And looking back, I am sure that it was a tough year for her too. She really was our mother hen and and nurtured us through that year. Now, the school was in an area full of gangs. And although nothing violent ever happened on our campus, we knew that violence was the backdrop of our students' lives once they went home. At the time, slam books were a thing. So this was in pre-cell phone days. I know I'm dating myself a little bit here, but kids would pass around these notebooks back and forth and the content was usually not inspirational, right? It was a lot of gossiping and, um, you know, rants and things like that. But the day that I confiscated a notebook from one of my fourth period students, I had no clue what I was about to uncover. I'm sure I thought it would be the same typical, like I said, gossipy, bullying type of material that was typical of all the other eighth grade girl slam books that we had come across. What I wasn't prepared to read was about how this beautiful, precious girl had been sexed into a gang over the weekend. And if you're not familiar, like I wasn't at the time, what that means is that in order to become a part of this particular gang, she had to have sex with several different boys, men, probably as well, in order to be a part of their group. Her only other option to become a part of that gang would have been to have gotten jumped in. And what that means is that she would have been beaten by any number of people. And if she survived it, then she could be part of the gang. So not really much of a choice there. Imagining her experience still makes me feel nauseous and my heart pounds and the end of my nose is prickling with the threat of tears because this 14-year-old child, stripped of her innocence, experiencing a trauma that few of us can imagine, just is heartbreaking. Now, I did all of the quote-unquote right things, bringing in the school counselor, letting this child know that we loved her and wanted to help her however we could. But that experience left a mark on me. And it's one that I'm really grateful for because it's a mark that compels me to make connections and to work to build bridges with teens so that horrors like that, like being sexed or beaten into a gang, are eradicated. Because the question that still haunts me is, if that young woman had had an adult that she trusted, someone she had confidence in and who knew her and that she was solidly assured that that person was for her, would she have made the same choice? That question led me to a profound realization. It was not enough 
for me to only teach my subject. I needed to shoot for something more, which as a first year teacher was pretty frustrating because it felt like I was already doing everything I could humanly do to be the kind of teacher that I wanted to be. Now, for those of you who have already survived your first year of teaching, you know what I'm talking about. I was overwhelmed and exhausted. It was grueling to create lessons from scratch and figure out, again, that classroom management plan, get everything graded, attend all those meetings, fulfill all of the communication expectations, and really learn the school culture of the middle school that I was in. How could I possibly get to know my students at a personal level when I barely had time to eat most days? And yet, Again, it did not feel like enough. Could I be satisfied with just teaching my students social studies? Would getting them to pass all the state tests at the end of the year make me the kind of teacher I wanted to be? Well, let me ask you this. Have you ever had a teacher who helped you pass a test who you didn't connect with? Yeah, me too. Not only ones I didn't connect with, but ones I really couldn't stand, who I'd never look to for advice or as a role model because I was making those grades and passing those tests in spite of them, or in some cases to spite them, and not because there was a connection there. But on the other hand, have you ever had a teacher who you trusted? One who taught you worlds more than their subject area, who just helped you human better? I found myself asking, Isn't it important to teach students how to show up for themselves and for each other to strive to understand and encourage those kids? And how is sticking solely to teaching my subject going to help me build that kind of connection with my students? If you're like I was in that moment of realization, the thought of adding one more responsibility to your plate might be disheartening, but maybe you're like me in this way too. The prospect of going on as I was, was more than disheartening. Because why continue to teach if I wasn't making an impact? I knew that staying on the same path would not ever satisfy my soul. That piece of me that had propelled me into the classroom in the first place. Staying meant that I was going to continue to feel unfulfilled, disconnected, and ineffective. But change sounded scary. Adding anything else to my plate felt impossible. But imagining what it could look like to connect with my students really did give me a sense of expanding hope, that spark of energy that I needed. Connecting could transform everything and give meaning not to my life, but to my day. I knew changing how I managed my time was going to play a big part in this transition. And so was mastering the curriculum that I was teaching. More importantly, amassing strategies to connect in those small moments that you have in your classroom was going to be super important. Keeping track of all the little pieces of information that I learned about students every day became a priority. Remembering the pieces of their lives that they shared and asking them about things like the sports that they played, um, their parents who were maybe traveling or in really hard jobs, the TV shows that they enjoyed, Those were the first hammer swings in building a bridge. Sharing parts of myself was important too. Stories about my dog, my trips home to Texas, and the young adult books that I was enjoying became part of the conversation too. And it was a start. And after that, every year, I got one step closer to becoming the kind of teacher I wanted to be. Connected, empowered, and impactful. 
going beyond teaching, becoming a mentor, satisfied my soul and filled the sense of deeper purpose that my heart longed for. So how about you? My question for you is this. Are you satisfied with helping your kids pass the test? Or do you feel the calling of a deeper purpose? One that compels you to become a mentor, a meaningful mentor. If that's you, if you have that compulsion, I'd love for you to join my Facebook group in the middle of it. It's a place where we're having that conversation. What it looks like to make the transition to becoming a mentor, which honestly isn't so much a transition as it is a career long journey. So I would love to see you there in my Facebook group. You can find a link to it in my show notes at theishgirl.com forward slash EP76, or you can just head straight to Facebook and look up um, in the middle of it groups. Connected middle school students are much less likely to bully classmates, to drink, to do drugs, to have sex, and connected middle school teachers make that difference. Okay, friends. Thank you for hanging with me today. I know that was uh, some serious stuff, especially in the serious days that we're walking through right now with the whole coronavirus thing. I also want to let you know that I got a lot of my stats from several different articles. And if you want to look at those or read through those, those are going to be in my show notes as well. Again, that's theishgirl.com forward slash EP76. And just know that I cannot wait to hang out with you there. So hang in there, friends, and stay safe. Stay home and wash your hands from an ish girl who is grateful for all the middle school teachers who have loved my own two kids very well. I'm so grateful to be in the middle of it together.